Happy Monday, May 13th. Kind of funny fans, this is Games Daily, and I'm here with Nathan Brandt. How you doing? How's it going, friend? It Good. is Nathan Brandt, right? I got yes. it right. Good. <laughs> a lot of consonants at the end there, but yeah. You, you were just on the show Friday. Welcome yeah. back. Yeah. I emailed uh, Greg and was like, hey, if, if any you know, shit hits the fan, I can I can show up you know right away. And, and he uh, was available. A kind yeah. of funny best friend, uh, well-known, I'm sure, around the community. You were at sure. the uh, Kansas City meetup, right? Yes. Yep. Kansas City meetup. Yeah. I'm from Nebraska. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I lurk a lot in the community. I'm in the subreddit. That's fine. Watching all the time. Lurkers are supporters too. <laughs> yes. So it's, it's very important. It's no different. And where can folks find you? I understand that you do some content also. Yeah. Uh, I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash two headed giant. Stream a lot of like retro games, Nintendo games, and kind of anything new that comes out that kind of tickles my fancy. Nice. If you want to <laughs> see anything tickle Nathan's fancy, head over to two headed giant on Twitch TV. <laughs> If you don't know who I am, I am FM3, a.k.a. Fran Mirabelle III, and, uh, you know, I fill in sometimes guest hosting with the crew. I'm on Gamescast on Thursday. Some of you probably already know that. Um, you can watch us here live at twitch.tv slash Games to know about all the nerdy video game news that's coming down the pike every day uh, at 10 a.m. live Pacific time. And if you are watching live, by the way, you have a very special job. You can tell us, of course, what, Nathan? You can go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Let us know what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody listening on podcast services around the, the globe. globe. I love this guy. See, <laughs> he watches, he already knows well. YouTube as well. But yes, as he's getting to, if you're not <laughs> if you're not watching live, you can check us out over on youtube.com slash kinda funny games. You can check us out on Rooster Teeth, which actually is not in the rundown. We should add it, because I forget to gotcha. say it. <laughs> Podcast services, uh, kinda funny games. You guys know what's up. And also remember, if you're Patreon members, get in your questions. Uh, I would love to have your questions. We got a few today. Right now, add them in because there's a good chance they'll be read on the show. Um, but that's bronze members and above mm -hmm. that get to write in, and silver members or above get the show ad free yes all right let's get on with the news there will be a little housekeeping as well but we're going to be talking about rage 2 there's a little uh post-launch roadmap that is out there it's not exactly a games of the service we're going to see some of that dauntless got its um xbox and playstation release dates finally as well as an epic store release date and star breeze has some financial troubles in a little bit more uh mm -hmm. then we'll get into that in just a second don't forget that the week of E3, June 10th at 4.30 Pacific time. Kind of Funny Games E3 showcase is happening. There's going to be a ton of games on there. The team uh, and Greg have been working super hard. Um, there's just a lot of stuff coming to that yeah, I show, think, as I, I understand I think Greg it. said that there's like 63 games so far. There it is. And there. It's going to be awesome. Man, this guy's like a Wikipedia for kind of funny. I love it. <laughs> I told you I'm a best friend. Um, I love it so far. Um, thank you, by the way, speaking of best friends, to our Patreon produ producers, Tom Bach. Blackjack and Muhammad Muhammad. Uh, you know, we are, I was doing a little bit of vocal warm-ups before, right? Yes. Actually, I feel like we could just read the, the pa <laughs> Patreon producers. Tom, Tom Bach, Bach Tom Blackjack, Muhammad Muhammad. All perfect vocal warm-ups and tongue twisters for you. Uh, today, we are brought to you by Robin Hood and Brooklinen, but I will tell you more about our sponsors later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have five stories today, Barrett. A Becker's dozen. Nice. All right. <laughs> let's kick things off with this Rage 2 post-release roadmap, which has been revealed over on uh, Bethesda's Twitter. Eddie McCooch over at GameSpot rounded this up. Um, so, 
Bethesda has released new details on the post-apocalyptic sequels content calendar for 2019, and there's a lot of extra content coming. As the graphic explains, uh, which again, you can find on Twitter, but I'll go over it, all world events are free, as is the day 30 update. Uh, there's some weapon skins, there's gonna be cheat codes, wasteland challenges, and the one-wheeler vehicle. The rest of the content is paid. The two biggest pieces of content seem to be Expansion 1, Rise of Ghosts, and the Untitled Expansion 2, which are set to launch in August and later in the fall, respectively. The two expansions add a variety of newness to the new story content, more weapons, vehicles, and location. So again, uh, I'm looking at the roadmap here, and it's not bad, you know? I, I actually I wasn't expecting it. Um, I feel like a lot of people have been talking about Rage was kind of on the radar, but not. And there's and it's coming out of nowhere. There was actually some Twitter drama yeah, last week. Yeah, I was week just going to say with Timur. Yeah, yeah. W was, where do you land on Rage 2 and this news that there's um, you know some content coming? Do you care about it at all? I think that the forecast looks good. It's like you were saying before the show, it's it's kind of like games as a service, but not really. Like there's always kind of something new to look forward to every, you know, yeah. every month or so. And then there's some paid expansions. Um but yeah, like events coming up every pretty much every month. Sounds like, you know, yeah. if you got this game, you're going to be able to come back every yeah, month I mean, and do something. In July, you're like, oh, I can come back and get the new uh, ride one wheeler. I, I think there's a question here, but without playing Rage, uh, I couldn't give you the answer. But it's like, is this content being withheld to create a content calendar? Because right. that is what we as gamers and the internet and Twitter, and that's what we've come to expect of a lot of stuff. And I think the pressure's on and we're seeing it. What's your rollout plan? You know, They don't want uh, you to trade the game in. They want you to keep it because yeah. this new stuff is coming out. Exactly, yeah. that's a great way to put it. Right. Um, do you think that, that you're seeing that very much now? Or do you think people are doing a pretty good job on the whole of you know creating a content calendar? Like Division 2, I'll use the example, I think, when I first saw it, I wasn't sure, but there's so much content in Division 2. I was like, okay, I can right. wait for yeah. this other stuff. I think that's been fine if it plays out like that. We'll get into the review scores later, but yeah. sort of what I the consensus I've been seeing since the embargo dropped is like, gameplay is nice. So like all of these things that they're adding, it's like, you know, we're adding, you know, this event and this, you know, cool, fun thing to do. So mechanics wise and, you know, mm -hmm. vehicles wise, like they're adding a bunch of cool stuff. So looks like the good parts of Rage 2 are getting, you know, things added to them. There isn't a whole lot of like, you know, story stuff until the paid uh, DLC. Yeah. So yeah, we'll I, yeah, I'd understood. Um, and I haven't got to read the reviews and I'm going to be playing it myself. I played a little bit at the preview event, but um, mm -hmm. I've understood there's quite a bit of content in Rage 2. So it yeah. seems like they've just, there's like a little bit that they've added after. I'm not seeing anything like monumental other right. than the new expansions, which are August and fall as noted. Again, new story, new enemy faction, weapons, abilities. World events. World events, yeah. Mm -hmm. But there is a world event in June that's part of this release. So about, uh, I think, part of the day 30 update that will happen. Mm -hmm. um, you get a new ride, mech yourself before you wreck yourself, is the way that they put it <laughs> in the content count. So I don't know. It looks good. Um, you know, again, I'd make one more note that there was uh, last week, uh, Paul Tassi from Forbes put up. Um, he totally kind of basically forgot that Rage 2 is coming out. And yeah. Like, what's up with that? And it was just his personal viewpoint. Yeah. And Rage 2 replied to him. I believe it was, uh, LOL, LOL, who, who even are you? <laughs> yeah. And like, I think they were trying to be like, 
on brand and messing around, yeah, but it came like across good, as really yeah, it's uh, not a good look. Indignant and shit. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit much. So anyway, I don't know if that's all blown over. And frankly, like I haven't followed. I know that I think Jason Schreier commented in on that and said something like, "This is not." You know, he said something better than "This is not cool." But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Much more eloquent that yes. guy. But um. Back to the point at hand. Rage 2 is coming out, I believe, tonight, I assume at 9 p.m., but the official sure. release yep. date is tomorrow. I'm excited to check it out. I'm going to be checking it out on stream. Again, twitch.tv slash FM3 underscore. If you want to support me, mm-hmm. uh, you can yeah, head over there. Uh, do you, are you thinking you're going to play any of this? Or I'm you, gonna, you play I'm gonna, a lot of retro games, right? Yeah, I do, but I mean, you know. You go back play the old Rage. Yeah, yeah, that's retro now because it was it's like retro nine years now, ago. Yeah, yeah. Was a long time ago. Yeah, no, uh, Rage Two looks looks fun, nice and colorful, and you know, mechanics wise, again, it, it looks pretty good. So I may, I may, I may check it out and yeah. see. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit if we have time about the review scores sure. that are coming sure, in sure. right now. Let's move on to our next story, best friends. Battlefield Five Firestorm duos mode is gone due to lack of players. Now, yeah, you know, it was originally a limited time mode, but it is interesting. Uh, fans' uh, reception is is as you would expect. Not not happy to hear this, but from the official Dice Battlefield forum, uh, they say the duos mode received an overwhelmingly positive reaction at launch. It debuted during a weekend and was initially initially done so only as an early first look at the mode. Duos was originally designed as a limited time offering similar to Grind and Rush and featured as limited time content in Chapter 3. When Duo was first removed, you told us that what you wanted to see, you told us that you wanted to see it come back, and we were happy to support it. Since then, we've seen more folks jumping back into squads mode with less preferring to firestorm it up in Duo. So we're going to get back to the original plan today, and we've disabled it, uh, disabled its matchmaking. So you know, I definitely saw that the people who were playing it were very unhappy. Well, of course, and I, I've not been playing enough Battlefield to comment on whether or not this is like really an upset or not. Seems like a lot of people aren't really playing Battlefield Five enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> at the end of the day, the amount of time it takes for matchmaking, the amount of players, do you get the same players every match? Like. I'm sure that there's some decent reasoning behind it. Nobody ever likes to see less content in a right, game, though. Right, yeah, that's the... Yeah. Uh, right, but DICE, you know, on their official forum, continued to note uh, when asked, uh, or they asked themselves, you know, will, will we ever see it again? And they said, quote, as with other limited modes, we never say never. We're confident that we'll see it again. So, I mean, look, it's a limited time mode. I think they plan to bring it back now and then. And sometimes, you know, or not sometimes, you do need to do that a lot with um, Battle Royale. Uh, we saw that very early in Fortnite's career is that it only had a few modes and it yeah. would do things like sniper gold and, you know, you'd want things to stick around. But once you have too many modes, matchmaking becomes an yeah. issue. Yeah, but, it's hard to get enough people in, in every single thing. And I, I don't know how many different modes there are in Firestorm or just Battlefield 5's, you know, multiplayer yeah. in general. So, you know, maybe this is is welcome for, you know. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they do have to rely on the data. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think, again, as a fan who's playing it, fewer options is just, it's not going to make you happy. But right. I've got to trust that this one was sort of an obvious choice and the, the, they'll bring it back. But um, I know some of you are it's not it's not a it's not a good uh, it's not a good look when it's when it says that, you know, it's gone due to lack of players. Well, okay, here's an interesting question since we're on the topic. Sure. Uh, What do you think of this, though? They released a limited time mode. Um, Granted, duos is kind of an obvious. Well, not obvious, but a lot of Battle Royale is going to have a duo. Right. 
Uh, so they release it as a limited time mode and people are like, we really like this. So they're like, okay, it's not gonna be limited time right now. We'll just keep it around. And now they're like, all right, the time has come. It's expired. It's getting a little thin. Mm. And now people are mad. What gotcha. do you think of that scenario? Um, you know, do you think people are in the right of, of being upset because they like the mode and it's being well, taken they, away? They, in, with, with the player base, they would probably either be upset that it's gone or upset that it's, you know, going to take 10 minutes to get into a match. You know, well, right. So, so I, I don't know if that was happening, but right. um, I have to assume that right. something like that was happening. Yeah. So, but I, I thought it was worth pointing out. It's like you kind of darned if you do and darned if yeah. you don't. In this situation, sure. they did bring up a limited time mode, but again, I'm not, I don't know enough about Battlefield. I might be missing some of the meta conversation let us here. Know. But uh, yeah, exactly. Just get into <laughs> the comments and and let us know. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of more troubled finance uh, publisher news. Yeah. So, uh, Starbreeze has had ongoing financial situation that they've been talking about. There's just a few more details. So uh, you may know them as the developer of Payday 2, but now it's getting to the point they may not last this year, another year at all. Um, Payday 2 and Overkill's Walking Dead publisher Starbreeze may not last another year. This story comes in from Adam Bankhurst at IGN who rounded this up. Following uh, the story that is told by its quarter one 2019 financial report that shows gross profit and operating profit losses. As reported originally by MCV, Starbreeze fully acknowledged its, quote, challenging situation and revealed that it would have a, quote, liquidity shortfall before the middle of this year if no further funding was secured, meaning it would, have the, it would not have the cash on hand to keep the company running. So quarter one 2019 results showed sales generated about $5 million uh, in U.S. with Payday 2 accounting for over half of that wow. at about 2.7. So Payday 2 was a lot of those sales, uh, which was up from the previous period. So you might be like, all right, good. Like right. You got a little more money coming in. Well, unfortunately, there's something called EBITDA. If you've never heard of it, uh, trust me, you may not want to be in business <laughs> with that. But it's just all business stuff. Earnings before interest, tax, depreciation, and amortization. Basically, what is your you know your net profit after you take out everything and you do your taxes and all right. that fun stuff? How much after, money are you taking home? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so much easier way to put it. So after a loss of about eleven point one million, that's what that showed after that, which was more than double the loss that came from a year ago. So year on year, um, they are down significantly, and and they're just obviously their operating costs are way up. I don't know what they have going on that's in development, but they obviously have a lot of full time staff, is my guess. And Isn't you're it? you're making things supporting things yeah what games do they still have well i mean who knows what they're working on right. the background they were supporting uh walking dead for a while um and there's a little more to this as well sure. is the yeah starbreeze has said that this decrease in earnings uh was due primarily to lower net sales higher administrative costs related to the reconstruction and the negative accounting effect of the sale of System Shock 3 right. amounting to about 7.1 million US dollars. So look, there's just a lot going on there. It's funny, I look back, I was reporting on the story earlier in the year with Greg and, and some news had come out about, yeah, we were talking about Walking Dead and mm -hmm. the reviews aren't good. He's like, I don't know, man. I don't know if they're gonna survive this. And I was like, survive? You know, because I, <laughs> I wasn't following it as closely at right. the time. I've just, you know, this year I've been getting back to reporting news right. day in and day out. There'd been a lot of Starbreeze news over yeah, time. Yeah, it's been tumultuous over there. Yeah, it's, so. It's problem after problem after problem. And, you know, you know I'd, I'd love for it to turn around for them and have everybody be as successful as they want to be but yep yeah it's these folks, not looking like it's trending that way yeah i mean they did a long time ago they did chronicles of riddick yep. and, and you know you guys know payday but um 
obviously we never like to see a developer go out. So no, this isn't no. a, a fun story. So no. it has gotten to the point where um, the CEO, uh, Mikhail Nirmark, is looking for investment. That's the main thing. I mean, that's the job of a CEO anyway. But it, he's saying this is the only way it's going to save the company. They're not just suddenly going to have an increase in sales next quarter that's going to save them. So Mar uh, Mikhail goes on to say, my main task is to secure financing for the company's future operations. This involves both long-term financing we can use to build the Starbreeze of the future, but also making sure the assets we have determined are unrelated to the core uh, wait, but also making sure that the assets we have determined are unrelated to the core business and are managed in a commercially viable way. Once this financing has been secured, we'll be able to look ahead and present a more detailed strategy for the future. I mean, the truth is, uh, yeah, it sounds very much in disarray because yeah. of the state of the finances. I'm sure they have some stuff in development. We know they've had to pull back on stuff. Yep. They pulled back on Walking Dead yep. um, support, and now they're, I mean, selling off System Shock Three. I was just gonna say they don't have System Shock. That's 3 that. That's a real like cut when you have a a beloved franchise like yeah. that, and you start selling off a property. Were so, they doing Psychonauts too? Or no? No, that was who uh, was that? Doing that's that? all um, uh, double, fine. double fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is coming okay. out soon this year. I thought year. they were doing something else. Never mind. Okay. You, it's fine. We do that all the time. Where yeah. it's like there's so many names of developers, especially when it goes back far in your your memory. You might have been playing something from them around the same sure. time. Sure. And like, then and you know, that stuff, stuff is getting that happens. Changing hands and stuff. So yep. Sorry. About happens that. at kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. You let yeah. us know. <laughs> but um, anyway, sad to hear it. But there's still time. So if you're out there and you're loaded. And you like Starbreeze, hit up Mikhail and uh, see what they're working on maybe for the future and see if you can float their boat a little bit longer. And if, um, and if you're loaded, uh, twitch.tv slash giant. <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> go. Perfect. Man, That was I should have used that opportunity. All right, let's One move point. on to our next story. Dauntless PS4 and Xbox One release dates have been announced. You may already know Dauntless on PC, but uh, coming from my good friend Casey DeFridis over at IGN uh, has reported Dauntless is being released on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and Epic Game Store on PC on May 21st. Uh, 21st May 21st. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's already been a free-to-play game out there on PC, but it, now it's coming to the Epic Store as well. But more importantly, on console, Xbox One, PS4 on May 21st. Originally, Dauntless was set to launch on consoles in April, April, but it was pushed back to the summer. Um, that's what it says. But May twenty first is that summer yet? Eh. Ish. I'm gonna Ish. look it up, friend. Yeah. <laughs> I think I thought it was like June twenty second or something, but maybe not. I think I think no. Yeah, maybe it's around then. We'll find out the shortly. First day of summer is June twenty first. Oh, it is. See, it's like a month away. Well, details. Jumping the gun. Anyway, I'm just messing <laughs> around. The free-to-play action RPG is set to release as well on Nintendo Switch and mobile, but that's later this year. Uh, Dauntless, if you don't know, uh, it fits the bill as cooperative monster-slaying action RPG. Casey is no stranger to this. Right. Has a very similar gameplay loop to Monster Hunter. She's a huge fan of those mm -hmm. games, which is why you know she was talking to their PR and mm -hmm. uh, breaking the story, which was great. Um, coming from their PR as well to IGN uh, and Casey... Um, the Andy Burt, who works for Phoenix Lab, and I know Andy Burt, says it's changed night and day since we first showed it to IGN. There's a lot more meat on the bones than probably what you saw last year, a couple years back. Yeah, apparently there's tons of new character customization coming out and, and all kinds of improvements that have happened. But if you like Monster Hunter, it's free to play. So, I mean, you should probably check this out. And um, there was another interesting story in IGN talking about how... When Monster Hunter World came out, they were super worried. They're like, oh gosh, like sort of, 
the king of king of these games and it's so Ate high polish. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, actually at first, um, you know, they, were, they saw a little bit of dips and stuff. That was right when it came out. But then they noticed on the weekends that people were playing this more. Right. And the, not, the numbers stayed up. So ultimately helped population of people who like these types of games. And I really liked hearing that of like, thank goodness, like we can live in a, you know, multi-game universe, right? Yeah, yeah. That like all, more than one game of one type can exist. Yeah, you know, the tides lifts, uh, what's the quote? Rising tide lifts all ships. That's it. <laughs> thank you. The wiki continues. Right, exactly. Um, are you a Monster Hunter fan, or what do you think of the news? I, I don't, I don't play it, but it's, it's. I was gonna say it's, it's nice that you know they're constantly adding content. That's a good sign that you know when you get this game, it's not just gonna be something you dip, you put time in, and then two months later the servers right. are shut down. Exactly. Right. So, so if you're into you know that core Monster Hunter loop and you don't want to spend you know forty bucks on the new expansion coming out. <laughs> you can you can exactly. play Daunt, you can play Dauntless for free. Yeah, and speed which yeah, if you didn't catch it last week during the state of play, uh, we saw Monster Hunter World Iceborne, I believe yes. it's called. Yes. Um, and it looked pretty good, but as it turned out, there was even more beyond that, which is there's like a ton of content in there. Yeah, it's yeah. a $40 release, I think. Yeah. So it's a pretty big DLC and there was quotes I believe from Capcom which was talking about how there's arguably more content in some ways than the core game. So it's a huge release. Yeah, um, Gre Greg and I were talking on on um, Friday about, you know, maybe this is, you can, if you dropped out of Monster Hunter World, this could be, you could consider this Monster Hunter World 2 with how much they're adding to it. But, yeah. But it, like I said, if you don't want to pay, you know, 40 bucks for, for, uh, for an expansion on Monster Hunter, you can give Dauntless a, a try. Exactly. It's free play. And that, maybe that'll tide you over until it looks like about September 6th. Uh, 2019. And I'm sure I'm sure there's things that they're doing they're doing you know differently or better than Monster Hunter. I'm sure there's yeah you know, yeah. I mean they're clear. I mean one's a free to play and it's just different flavors. Naturally going to be very different. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's great. Um, again, love to see that this genre is growing. I've always wanted to play Monster Hunter. Hashtag shame game. I say yeah. this on the shows a lot, but For man, sure. like I have a lot of these that I just can't keep up with everything. Yeah. Um, I just recently was trying to get back in the Sea of Thieves because I really like it. And uh, I, I put out the call to some best friends and was able to play with some people. But um, I don't have time for all this. Yeah. I'm playing Division. I'm, I'm the stupidest person Brand, in the world. Just give up on Division. I'm this. First of all, you gave up on Division. I know. You should, you so should follow, I, follow me. They were you're just part the of the show. problem. <laughs> no, but I'm the stupidest not. person in the world, Baron. Let me finish explaining why. Uh, <laughs> you, I, I like you trying to save me from it. Um <laughs> But man, I play Destiny 2, mm -hmm. Division 2, mm -hmm. and now I'm like, I'll go play Sea of Thieves. <laughs> and yeah, there's like just too much going on. Yeah. Do you play any games as a service no, or anything any free to play stuff like this? Sea of Thieves specifically is another like shame game, like for me, where it's like, wanted. you know, yeah. And, you know, I love, you know, Rare. So it's yeah. like, I, I, there's a lot of charm to it, but it's like. That's I'm the way I would describe it. Charm. Get a squad together. And just, yeah, but you know, and, and that's, <laughs> I say this very often, and again, I'm a hypocrite, but um, sometimes you just got to hop into a game and try not to overthink it. If right. you, know, you have the monetary funds that you can do it, it's not too bad. I would say finding a crew can be maybe a little more difficult, but there are, you know, go to go to the Reddit, go elsewhere. Yeah, and I you'll mean, find people pretty fast. With Sea of Thieves, I mean, it's on Game Pass, so you mm -hmm. can get in. It's like a dollar for three months, so that's there's your investment. And if you're, it's cool. If you're out after three months and whatever, but. yeah, they just did a lot of updates. They brought Arena PvP, which I had a chance to try yeah. out on stream over the weekend, and uh, it was chaotic to say the least. I mean, I didn't know what I was doing yet, but yeah, people <laughs> barfing all over each other, and, <laughs> okay. and uh, that's in the pregame, but. 
um, no, man, it was a lot of fun. Anyway, check out Dauntless free to play yes. on May 21st on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and it'll be coming to the Epic Game Store as well. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on to our next story. Outerlands is a timed Epic Store exclusive. Story comes way of Joseph Noop over at IGN. If you don't know, Outer, sorry, Outer Lands. That's a thing here. Outer Wilds. Outer Lands, Barrett. That's that's here, isn't it? In San Francisco, Outer Lands is a uh, a festival that we have in August, <laughs> and yeah. it's coming to the Epic Games. And it's a music festival, yeah. So that's why I wrote that. All right, kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Wait, oh. do you mean the Outer Worlds? No, Outer, Outer Lands is a festival. No, I here. know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> no, Fred. yeah, I'm no. talking about the new story. Well, now you're I'll creating give a fuck even about outside. Oh, uh, you're making which is what even... you meant. Outside <laughs> Lands is what you meant. Yes. No. God damn it, you old person. No. Oh, yeah, it's called... No, it's out... Is What's, it Outside... What is the name of the game? No, no. Is it Outside Lands? It's that is Outside what. Lands. There's also God. a restaurant called Outer Lands yeah, in San Francisco. Yeah, it's in the sunset. I used to and live here. And you can get it at the All right, everybody, store. we got a new show to so do here. Outer Wilds or Outer Worlds? See, I, you're making it worse. Outer Worlds is from Obsidian, hey. and that is a different game that's coming later. There so, we go. That was, that was what I was okay. thinking. Let's yeah. rewind, Damn, everybody. Fran. Outer Wilds. Otherwise, maybe you know it as No Man's Sky Light. Maybe that'll jog your or memory. Outer Lands. Crowdfunded <laughs> will now be a timed epic exclusive. And if you ever want to go to, what is the SF Festival, Barrett? Outside Lands. Outside Lands is an awesome music festival here, but unrelated to this story. <laughs> God damn it. So let's start this over. Outer Wilds is a uh, peculiar sci-fi adventure game that feels a bit like No Man's Sky Light. Again, this is Joseph Noop from over at IGN, and it will be a timed Epic Game Store uh, exclusive, according to the developer Mobius Digital, which they announced Friday on the game's fig page, which is a bit like a Kickstarter. Um, Mobius Digital says that Outer Wilds will come first to the Xbox One and then the PC via Epic Games Store with other platforms, quote, coming later. No exact release window uh, or roadmap was specified. Um, If you go take a look at the page, I mean, bear in mind, right, this is a, uh, you know, What's the word I'm looking for? Crowdfunded or yes, but uh, it's it's not like heavily funded is really sure. what yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. going for. Yeah, but um, yeah, it, does, it doesn't have a lot of money, so I think they're looking for any so like discounts for lack of a better word. Yeah. So yeah. I, I have to assume that either Epic has given them a bit of a, a better cut, or maybe it's on Unreal Engine and you know right. you, you get a better cut there. But they have responded a bit to what's going to come next. Is anytime you announce this, it's like okay. Another reason for me to be mad at the store because I use Steam if right. I'm on PC. So yeah. here's what they say about that. Rest assured that we read all your comments and our goal is to bring the game to your preferred platform as quickly as possible. Throughout the development of the game, we've welcomed helpful partnerships with Annapurna Interactive, Xbox, and Epic to support us and keep our small studio running long enough to ship the game at the level of quality that it is today. Each of these partnerships has enabled us to make the game better and more accessible for everyone who will play it. Uh, so Mobius Digital added that they plan to share info on an official release date soon. So yeah, this type of game. I mean, you know, they have a you know they update it on their fig page. It's it's a uh, it's a crowdfunded game. You know, they're getting partners that are you know known for you know throwing money at you know studios to get exclusives and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, and, you know, I mean, I don't think they're like, you know, swimming in their gold. Right. Chest, exactly. Exactly. You know, but, you know, Bloons vault, they're able they're <laughs> able to stay afloat, though, because of this stuff. And, you know, if, you know, a game like this, they want to launch it on the Epic Game Store. I know it's pretty feature bear, but, you know, 
when they when you know, especially the higher ups here, you know, you can get eight percent more sales to you and not to the store if you launch here. It's right. an easy choice with a game like this, yeah. and it is coming. You know, it says coming to other platforms later. So yeah, you know, I'm sure. But no, I, I do understand the you know the concern with the Epic Game Store's you know lack of features and stuff like that. But Definitely, it, it's been an ongoing discussion. And yes. In fact, you know, if you're out there listening and have commented previously, there's been some folks that are saying that uh, I'm blind to it or we don't touch on it enough. I, I understand again the frustration and trust. Like I hear you. Yeah. Um. I just. You know, I just want to point out that I do look at things. Uh, I don't want to use this word the wrong way, but I try to look at it objectively is all that I'm saying, yeah. which is I want the same feature set you guys do, but I want to encourage people to look at what you were just saying, which is if it's financially better for this super small company to release the game and they can continue to support themselves and not end up in a situation like Starbreeze someday. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, it's not as simple as it sounds. Um, there's nothing wrong with Steam as a platform, no. but they take 30% of everything. And yeah. again, it's it's an 18% difference if you're on Epic um, on Real Engine and on that store. So it is, that's a huge difference in the pocket of your employees or in future game development, yes. assuming that you use it for good and use it that way. So there there are benefits there. And, and, and then at the, you know, on the end user level, you know, it just depends on what kind of games you like to play. I like to play a lot of single player games. So a lot of the features in, you know, at, in the, in the Steam, like, I don't. I don't need you know party chat. Like I don't. Yeah, need you any don't of that use a lot of those features. Fancy exactly. stuff. You know. Yeah. Like I can you know load up Epic Game Store and play Hades, and that's fine. I just need it's, the game to play. Yeah, and trophy type stuff and achievements and all that. If stuff. If you're into it's, that. It's yeah. Like think of you know. I think we did, we're talking about it on Gamescast, which also goes up today mm -hmm. on uh, YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games should be up. But um, we're talking about trophies with Greg and like just you know imagine if you sunk all that time into it like of course you're gonna be upset yeah. you're it's, like, an Wait. it's a time investment and if yeah. you know you're you're a game that you want to play is all of a sudden not going to be on the platform where all of your trophies and stuff is at um you know it can be frustrating yeah for sure but i mean the the bigger point there is like if you like doing that stuff now mm -hmm. you got to go play the game on another platform that doesn't support yeah. those achievements yeah. and stuff so like it's absolutely a problem but um at the end of the day the gameplay is by and large you know the main the main reason you're playing right when you get again a huge financial break like that uh, i'm not saying it's a perfect scenario right but, um rome was rome wasn't built in a day exactly so, so we we'll got to get there. I wish you had all the features too. Uh, I just wanted to point it out again because right. I know people will be upset to hear this <laughs> if you're a Steam fan. Yes. Um, and yeah, like it, it is absolute in some ways. If it doesn't have the certain feature support that you want, you're right. It's not there, and that does suck. But um, yeah, and I think people bear that are, in mind this other side. I think people that are upset about you know the exclusives um, not being on on Steam is. I think they're valid in in being you know a little bit upset. Maybe not you know. Yeah, so I mean, vocally <laughs> angry, but yeah, sometimes know. it could be a bit venomous. Yeah. But um, but I mean, at the end of the day, fewer features are fewer features, and you're absolutely entitled to be totally upset about it. But um, hopefully, what I'm getting at too here is hopefully you can still support games like this, just because they go to a, a store like that or whatever. Um, and that happens on maybe it's an Xbox exclusive instead of a PlayStation exclusive or whatever. And you know, at the end of the day, there's developers out there making this stuff. And if the quality of the game is good and you enjoy it, that's what's important because hopefully these people go on to make more games that you love or yeah, whatever for sure. it is. Um, let's check in on Rage 2 reviews so far. Yep. Have a little discussion about this. I think we got a couple questions I could jump to for a few here as well sure. from um, 
reader mail. Again, if you haven't gotten any reader mail in, please do. There wasn't a lot today. But uh, Rage 2 review embargo was up this morning. I believe at about 5 a.m. Um, Pacific time or something like that this morning. IGN, one of the higher scores out there. I think uh, yeah. my good friend Dan Stapleton reviewed mm-hmm. this one, and he is notoriously critical. He's Mr. PC. Gave it an he 8. He hates point, everything. 8.0, yeah. right? Yeah, Barrett. Would you have expected him to give an 8.0 to a game? I would have expected <laughs> him. I would have expected Dan Stapleton to give Rage 2 like a 6. Yo, yeah, yeah. Was, the fact really there you go, exactly. Eight. I'm like, all right, I'm kind of excited for this game. I know. Let's see. Let's see what Dan had to say about it real fast. If I scroll down to his verdict, he <laughs> says, with its large open world and vast array of upgrades to earn, Rage 2 feels very much like an antidote for Far Cry fans who have overdosed on that particular style and want a new take on the large scale shooter RPG idea. Though Avalanche hasn't quite figured out what makes the world feel alive and dynamic or how to make good use of its vehicles, it absolutely nails to moment-to-moment combat thanks to a Doom-inspired energetic energetic pace that few shooters manage to pull off. Combined with a steady stream of great weapons, abilities, and upgrades, its firefights are constantly reinvigorated even as mission objectives become repetitive. Um, this is the narrative I've been hearing from yeah. people who do like the game. Yeah. They said the gunplay, the gun feel, the just that moment-to-moment combat because you have abilities and powers too and I've played some of it um, but I haven't played it at depth that's the best part about it it's good to hear that it's refreshing to do over and over even though you probably go to an encampment and you get in a battle and you go to another one you so did you play doom a lot uh just a little bit it's okay another so, one. so uh, those games to, that do, I have do, to do you, be you think in. there's like an applicable like 30 second loop to rage because that's sort of you what I was the same was, style same, that you'd same get. Same flavor uh, of like, you know, every 30 seconds, you know, you're in, invested in doing uh, this or that. Or. I, mm, I I think it's a little different because when you get, as I recall anyway, when you get into Doom, I mean, yeah, just suddenly you get rushed with waves of enemies yeah. and it is chaotic and awesome. Uh, the difference with Rage 2 maybe is just this sort of call it combo-driven RPG ability. Sure. Yeah. Just the way that you mix and match your style of gameplay, um, that is what I'd say really you know has it stand yeah. apart. It's also a vast world. It's really a cool-looking world. Um, yeah. I have you know had experience with the driving, and I'm curious to see if they've tuned it up a bit. The mm. driving around was not so fun, and it seems to be... Interesting. Which is somewhat that, a disappointment, yeah. right? Because they that was the team that was you working on... Uh, this is the Just Cause team. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, and Mad Max originally. Yeah, Mad Max. Like, Mad Max, that's what it was, yeah. Um, a lot of people were very mad about that game, but the fucking car combat in that game was dope as fuck. So. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I'm not, like, I haven't played it enough to know, but Same, it yeah. was, what would happen basically is you'd be like, sliding around a corner and it had a little bit of almost like I've been playing Borderlands recently right. but you go back to Borderlands 2 it was like a little floaty and and it would tilt over and like roll over and like it'd be super inconvenient because it wasn't like really a fun gameplay mechanic the physics were just weird and you'd yeah. like roll down a chasm and, and have to reset and go back to the checkpoint and <laughs> so hopefully it's better so that was not great and it was funny I played like um it was like a racing track that was within the map and that part felt good and I yeah. brought that up to the developers I was like wait the driving here felt better they were like yeah <laughs> and they sort of scratched you know I don't know if it was Tim Willits but they were like yeah, we tuned that part a little better. I said, look, like if you can make it feel a little closer to that. But anyway, IGN, 8.0 so yeah. far. Game Informer, a 7.0. Game Spot, a 6.0. And Games Radar, a 3 out of 5, which is effectively about a 6 mm-hmm. uh, as well. So, I mean, it seems right in that middle ground. I think it's going to land 
very much this way for a lot of gamers out right there. now on metacritic it's got a 73 yeah gotcha. 73 there you it go. seems like a game that if you know what you're getting into you're gonna be happy with it yeah like I've, I've seen like you know it's a good podcast game like you know pop it in and listen to a podcast don't really pay attention to the story or whatever just shoot some stuff drive some cars and, and that's go. exactly what i did with mad max and that's why i fucking love mad max there yeah i'm so it, into this exactly so maybe it's more mindless for lack of a better way to put it but um Anyway, so we got a few questions about this. Awesome. Uh, so Good. we might as well jump to a couple rage questions before we get to full-on reader mail. Again, cool. get in your reader mail if you haven't yet and you're watching live. They get uh, it, friend. Nobody seems to be. Nobody's <laughs> doing it. They need some questions, everybody. They have nothing to ask you, friend, Mr. <laughs> fucking outside. Outer Lands is the Why are you being so mean to me? And Kevin was mean to me today. Barrett's being mean to me. They Monday. said They said I, I abandoned. I was working late last night. The what? I was working late last night. Oh, okay. Right? Monday. He's quanky. Right. Uh, yeah. he's, he's quanky, exactly. <laughs> but they said I abandoned them in Division 2, by the way, because because I was grinding. I knew you were going to go. And Do we have time for Kevin. this argument? Here comes Kevin. Do we really have time? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, you tell me, Fran. You got a lot more news. You're 36 minutes in. No, we, we, we don't. <laughs> I'll leave if you but want. But we do need to get to the rage questions. But uh, <laughs> these guys accused me, I'll just tell you why, of abandoning them in Division 2 because they were like right at that high level but not quite level 30 area. And I was getting into the world tiers. And they hopped on like one night after not playing for a couple nights. And then they were like, hey, you want to play? And I was like, I'm like above you guys now and I'm trying to get to the next thing. Like I'm racing to get experience and You just ditched us. I didn't ditch you. You're like, hey, I, uh, I'm, I'm redoing this mission right now, and this doesn't really help me, so I'm going to just go. And it yeah. was like, all You're right, no dude, longer useful I'm to me. I'm going to abandon my friends. <laughs> yep. And you took Greg with you, yeah. which is the worst thing. And Greg thing. is high level. The next no, fucking day, they're like down. world tier five yep, or something. Yep, and they're talking about all these armor points or something that I don't know. You see the problem, and I everybody? I don't understand. Fake. I'm happy to play with you, man. I'm I feel happy. like my parents are arguing right but your now. Your heart's not in it, and we can hear it. Like, you, you don't even know. I've, I've, I was the whole reason this came up is because I was like, I'm, I'm in just in a weird gaming mood where you were like, "What am I playing?" And I'm like, "Not nothing right now." Yeah, and I, I was like, "I kind of want to jump back into Fortnite. I'm down to go back into." Yeah, you the said division. division. Surprise! Yo, and Kev. you were like, uh, "You're gonna walk away <laughs> like you did last time." And it's like, "Well, you kind of ran away from face. me." And then I was just standing there at the bus stop waiting okay. to get picked up. Okay. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. saying, it's if not, you want to go in front of all these kids and be the victim, that's cool. <laughs> it's but not I'm going to rip you apart, buddy. <laughs> it's not your fault. I miss when mom and all dad right. loved each other. Thanks to Kevin and, and uh, Barrett for filling some time there. Um, <laughs> we are going back to our Rage 2 question. Sure. This one comes in from, let's take a question from Kachoko. So this one came in and says, the initial reviews for Rage 2 look to be overwhelmingly positive. Got another one that said they don't look to be positive. Um, we may <laughs> it's what we call one. mixed reviews. Mixed reviews, exactly. So Kachoka says, while uh, I've been hyped about this game, it seems to have been going under the radar for a lot of people. Do you think it's just a result of Rage 1 being dull and the inconsistent track record of Avalanche Studios? I'm glad that they put out what looks to be a summer hit. Again, it's kind of early. We'll see. Um, yeah, look, what else is coming out around now? I mean, not not anything crazy huge. So, I mean, if you're looking for something to play, 
this seems like you know something fun to, yeah, to no, invest some time in. I think it's a good right now. It's good timing. Yes. Um, come significantly after Far Cry New Dawn, or you know, Days Gone is out right now. I was now, just going to say Days Gone definitely. I think enjoyed a little bit of uh, nothing else coming out around it. Yeah, so, you so have that, a little that's bit why of the space. sales are so great right now on it. So yeah, I mean, it could be the uh, oh, I should have reported on that. There was a big uh, story on the ad money that Sony spent on Days Gone. But anyway, uh, back to mm-hmm. Rage Two. Uh, Rage 1 was quite some time ago. Do you think that it could be just because the brand of Rage is not well known? Maybe it was perceived as like this PC apocalyptic shooter thing that wasn't quite Doom or, you know, those are my, like, do you think that could contribute to why people think that it's flying under the radar? I I mean, I I was, I literally forgot this game was going to come out (laughs) this week. That's what everybody's saying. Um, I, I would say it's a combination of Rage 1 and the reaction to Rage 1 and the excitement for that game and the the huge letdown uh, all those years ago, and then the build up to this game where people were talking about it like definitely last year at E three where they're showing the trailer and they're edgy and there's good colors and push. shit and they've got like a good marketing team on that game, uh, but then when uh, previews started coming out like even like Fran like you said like you liked it but it didn't like blow your socks off like it, you were um, you were yeah, entertained like yeah yeah you were entertained by that and I feel like February was the time for previews to blow people out of the water but because they were so lukewarm i think that's when the the hype definitely died down for people who are super into it yeah i think that's why it's just not the previews didn't help and maybe it's one of those games that just has to be played in full I've, i've covered a lot of games like this where sometimes you just have to dive into the final product which you know what we played in february was probably prepared in you know for all we know for the most part in december and they tune it up and um, you know, January to get ready for just like a, a slice, a demo right. where the final game might have other stuff that had gone into production. But anyway, yeah, I, th- I definitely think it's the brand of Rage. They've changed it up a bit. It's yes. not the same anymore, but they're they're trying to reinvent the brand. And uh, I think they've got something here, though. And it sounds like there's going to be some fans that are really digging it based on what I'm hearing. Yeah, just, there's, there's a lot of people that if you if they hear, you know, it's like Doom meets Far Cry, they're probably like all in for that. Yeah, I mean, right? It sounds good. The style is is pretty cool looking. So we'll see. I'm going to play it tonight, dive in a little bit more. I think there's a lot of hours probably in this game as well. Yes, so if you're looking yes. for something, it's probably going to be pretty good uh, in that sense. But um, but we'll see. I, I think it may not be for everyone as we were right. seeing. Uh, let me just double check and see if there was another rage question in here real fast. Let's see. How many more Andrew WK songs are in this? Is it just the one? Was there one in uh, what? That was the the, Andrew WK was at the Bethesda. Oh, yeah. Was that about rage? (laughs) just was was like, you better get ready to die. Yeah. Uh, God. That was terrible. I remember that now. Yeah, that was less than um, less than a good choice. Um, (laughs) Okay, looks like we're still good. Well, let's come back to reader mail in just a second. Scroll up in my rundown here. Scrolling on this computer, Barrett is. I noticed better. that earlier when I was yeah, looking through the Yeah, it's hard. You know, show. you do a two-finger scroll. I'm scrolling on a laptop if you're just listening out there. So anyway, Nathan, yes. May 14th is so far away. If I wanted to know about what is coming <laughs> to Mom and Grop Shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show host each and every weekday. Get nice. some scat in there. Zweep, I don't know. Bada. I'm trying. Some people don't like that I don't do the jingle just like Greg, but I'm trying. Andrea hates it. She hates my jingle? Yeah. That's fair. Well, Tim just doesn't do it at all. I feel very prolonged. Yeah. yeah. It could use some I work. like it. Thank you. 
I don't like it, so I'm with them. Then why do you do it? on your phone. <laughs> I'm just out of ideas otherwise. All right, out today. Not that much on PC. Right. Thea 2, The Shattering, Bone Voyage. Did you get the little wordplay there? Bone Voyage. Bone Voyage. Bone Voyage is on PC. Deadly Path is also on PC. And something I wanted to point out, Oddworld is back in the yeah. news. Coming in early oh. 2020. Uh, Oddworld Soulstorm, which has kind of been on again, off again. Will it come in 2016, 2017? Got pushed back a bit. Lorne Lanning, who I had the pleasure of meeting a number of times in my early IGN career. I actually forgot that this was still happening. Yeah, Oddworld is one of those, like, it's such a, I, I feel like it's a staple. Like, yeah. you know, it's been around forever. And then you're like, Oh, yeah. At it's, the same time, I forgot about it, even though it's like always yeah. there. It's been um, all quiet on the Western front right. with this one for a while. But there's a new teaser trailer, which gives away some gameplay. And man, it looks, it has all those cinematic production values yep. that you remember playing back on Xbox, probably, and uh, obviously after that. But um, it's looking really cool. And I've always yeah. liked Oddworld, the style, the art, the voices. And so check out the trailer. It's coming early 2020. We don't know exactly yeah, when. There hasn't been many like cinematic puzzle platformers lately, so this could definitely scratch the itch. Yeah, and in the trailer, they make fun of a little bit. They're talking about like looting and crafting, and uh, you know, you do some stuff in the game where you're obviously uh, getting items and stuff. So I'm curious to see where they've taken the gameplay. Um, and I'm not totally caught up on where Oddworld. Hit. Yeah, I don't know. The I'm lore. trying to remember the last Oddworld that I played. They did a remake, but, um, I think. But. It's a it's a cool game, and I'm just excited. It's coming out early 2020. Yes. Before we get into the deals of the day and reader mail, I want to tell you a little bit about our sponsors for today and who is helping out us uh, bring kind of funny games daily to you today. It is brought to you by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can also learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Kind of Funny Games Daily a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at games.robinhood.com. That's games.robinhood.com. Our next sponsor is no stranger to the show, Brooke Linen. You spend one third of your life in sheets. It's about time for a bedding upgrade, and that's where Brooke Linen comes in. You know, Greg loves his Brooke Linen sheets because he talks about them all the time. They were easy to order, easy to mix and match colors to make uh, his room match, and they're so dang comfortable, he refuses to sleep in anything else. Brooke Linen's mission is simple make five star quality hotel sheets more affordable and easy to order. Luxury sheets without the luxury markup. Most bedding is marked up as much as 300%. Brooklinen was the first DTC betting company, meaning they work directly with manufacturers and directly with customers. No middlemen, just a great product and service. Brooklinen Sheets named were named the winner of the best of online betting category by Good Housekeeping. 
rave reviews from Business Insider, Apartment Therapy, and Men's Health as well. Brooklinen is the fastest growing bedding brand in the world, over 35,000 five-star reviews. Sheets don't just feel great, but they look great too. Mix and match over 25 colors and patterns to make your bedroom just right. Greg's Brooklyn and sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets he's ever slept on. Now it's time for your upgrade. Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer to our listeners. Get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use the promo code GAMES, it's plural, at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident in their product with all that all their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. The only way to get 10% off your first order and free shipping is to use that promo code GAMES. That's brooklinen, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com with the promo code GAMES, G-A-M-E-S. All right, let's get back to um, the the deal of the day before we get Mm. into reader mail. I don't want to skip that. So often do sometimes. This is a big deal of the day. Yeah. The lowest price ever, everyone is saying, on the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. What if I told you, Nathan, that was fifty six ninety nine? It's a damn good deal. What is it normally? Isn't it like... I think uh, it's just $3 off right now. What, didn't it launch at 70 It launched at a lot more. Yeah. Um, so I, I see I see lots of sales on this, but I, I believe if, you know... Yeah, it's come down in price if I very quickly... I was going to Google uh, the Pro Controller on um, it's shopping. It's controller, though. Yeah. Anyway, it is off. Hey, three bucks is still a lot. It's the lowest uh, price. No, I'm I'm wrong. I, I think you can use. You see, I thought it was like much more than that. It seems. See, I'm finding like a weird influx of like some some can, places you can find it for forty five dollars. Some places what? you can find it brand new. Yeah, I don't know. This is look breaking I, I, deal of the day. This is dude. this, this came is from weird. IGN's deal of the day, and people were talking about it. All right. Um, it's definitely. I don't trust that Seth. I definitely trust. You know it's saying, the you know? cheapest that it's ever been. Um, I just went over. To Best Buy, and they're matching that right now. And it says it was sixty nine ninety nine. Now mm, that sounds right. I don't know if it's always sixty nine ninety nine, but you get the idea. It's cheapest it's ever been. If you need one, that's the price. We'll move on. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's get back to the reader mail and yes. see what else we got out there. One that I'm going to throw your way. Okay. People were asking; they thought Tim might be on the show, but I oh. got a question about <laughs> Mario Maker too. Yeah. Um, this comes from Dan Wilkinson says, I watched this week's Gamecast about most anticipated games of 2019 and it left me with a question. Why should I get Mario Maker 2? The Nintendo Switch is my first Nintendo console. I've had it since launch and loved it. I've been gobbling up all the main exclusives and having a blast. I know Mario Maker is, quote, a big deal. Though I'm not necessarily sold on just making levels and playing levels made by others. I'm on the fence. I need your best pitch on the game. Is there more to the game? Uh, And what should I expect? Thanks, as always, Dan. So, especially with the angle of that being your first Nintendo console, you probably missed out on Mario 1, Mario 3, Mario mm-hmm. World, uh, New You, and 3D World. Right. <laughs> so, you're going to get a lot of those flavors with this game. And, you know, I, I love Mario Maker. I have maybe made two levels ever. Um, I play Mario Maker to play the levels that other people make. And, you know, there's a lot of levels that Nintendo puts in their stock, you know, too. Um, and those are typically the best, at least for a long time until, you know, more people can get yeah. in there making stuff. So if you're new to Nintendo, like the whole Nintendo world, this would be an awesome little uh, appetizer sampler of a lot of games that you may not have played before. Or if you have, it was, you know, when you were a kid. And so. you just mean because there's so many, like, uh, to be fair, actually, for me, I never really got to play a lot of Mario Maker. Uh, again, one of my shame games I just didn't sink enough yeah. time into. But, um 
Like, is there just a lot of levels that they build themselves and put in there? Are they inspired by old games? Is that what you're saying? Like, um, well, so there's there's all the there's different all the art styles. styles, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so you know, a lot of people will you know remake famous levels, sort of like how you know somebody's remaking Metal Gear Solid in Dreams right now. Like they'll they'll make like, oh, this is like a Metal Gear ins- inspired you know Mario Maker level. That won't be like the Nintendo official one. But um, there's a lot of levels that get in their stock, and they added, they've added so many new um, features and, and level things that it really is going to feel like you're playing, you know, a, like a real Mario game when you're playing this. So yeah. I think, like I said, especially if this is your first Nintendo console, you got to jump on that. Yep. Or at least watch it on Twitch. It's going to be huge on Twitch and YouTube. Yeah, I mean, you can always go too. there to, to judge that. Right. Um, they can probably watch you play it where? <laughs> twitch.tv yep slash two at a giant two yep. at a giant that's t-w-o <laughs> two at a giant um yeah look my, my thing i would say about mario maker is it depends on what kind of player you are but if you're looking for more of the single player games or you like a ton of zero or whatever it is those games are amazing but mar yeah and maybe barrett you want to chime in this too mario maker is just such a special game there's so much to it even if you're not going to build your own levels it's just like a lot of fun to hop in and out and play. Yeah. Um, what, what do you like Mario Maker, Barrett? Yeah, I loved uh, the the original Mario Maker, and yeah, I was in the same boat where like I made like maybe two or three levels, like maybe did a let's play of it of us like uh, making levels for each other. Uh, but most of my time with that game was finding cool levels to um, mess around in and try to figure out um, the creativity. Uh, in Mario Maker is something that like you can't ignore. Like it's so fascinating to go in and see yeah. what people create and make. And I think if like if you're not into uh, level building, much like myself, because I just don't have the brain for it. Right. Um, I'm one Same. of them dumb kids. Um, <laughs> it's just so, time consuming. But yeah, yeah. And so like it's just so fun to like see what people create um yeah yeah there's you know the, there's it, the auto playing levels there's really yeah. hard ones there's like people recreating stuff there's just you know just good all-around levels there's a lot in there yeah, yeah. so anyway uh, mario maker 2 is cool i think it just depends on how much you're playing switch at the time uh, if you've got nothing to play i don't think you can go wrong with mario maker 2 even without playing it now it's yeah. not out yet so uh, you might want to wait but my guess is it's going to be pretty chock full of stuff yes uh, this question comes in from nanobiologist who's probably watching live and was responding <laughs> to me saying uh, there's not as many questions today on today's show. It is Monday, but uh, we had some decent news. But nanobiologist asks, hey, how do you choose the news stories you discuss on Kind of Funny Games Daily? During some of the slow news days, I've noticed stories go overlooked and thought they should be talked about at minimum as fun topics um, like Kotaku UK. Mm. There's a Persona 5 slur debacle. I haven't that, heard about that. that. that was That's a, not a uh, thing. It's no. not yeah, a that thing. got figured out. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Some things are not <laughs> always a thing. And right. It, and I'll get into that in a second. Microsoft partnering with the VA to bring games and the adaptive controllers to uh, veterans, which uh, I was actually on that show. I'll talk to that. Um, this insight would be greatly appreciated so we know this part of the process. Uh, okay, so look. I want to give my two cents. Yeah, on the, please, like, it's so, funny. I was going to so, actually turn to you for some producer commentary too. But. So specifically with like something like the Kotaku UK thing where one of them, um, because they were listening to songs from Persona because Persona came to Smash. So there are songs from Persona that uh, were on Smash and they thought that there was a... A um, a the R slur, 
Yes, the uh, a, a slur for a racial slur. No, no. Uh, a slur for people with uh, disabilities. Okay. Um, and so, oh, they but they were convinced they convinced themselves that uh, that it was in a song in yeah, Smash that it was Brothers in songs, and they headlined an article that was very like, this is a thing, this is a fact, uh, without proving any of it. Right. And I think with stories like that, it's um, when there's not a lot for us to personally add. Um, yeah. Other than the, because the internet had already dogpiled on Kutaku UK of saying like, yo, do your research before you so confidently say something like this uh, publicly. Uh, I just don't think that there's a lot for us to add, especially when it's uh, something about another publication and another yep. like other people who are in this industry with us who are. are I don't know. It's like it's, yeah, that's I, a weird one. Sometimes I, there's just not enough to talk about. Like, um, there's a new Pokemon free to play game being developed by. Is it Dina or DNA? He said, the, oh, the, DNA. Yeah, yeah DNA. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And that's literally all we know. So it's like any kind of speculation on that would be, yeah. you know, it, it might be and nothing. It, and like some days that might, <coughs> that story might work if yeah. Tim is on, you know? Right. And like I, so it, sometimes it involves like what stories will work for the people who are on the show. Yes. Um, and um, yeah, because I There's remember, some of that. Yeah. I mean, so you're pointing it all out, which is there's a lot of nuances that go into it. I didn't say at a minimum, um, you know, I don't want this to sound the wrong way, but there's only so many resources, uh, the kind of funny team as well, right? So mm -hmm. when I come on and host today as host, it's my job to get up early in the morning, catch up on all the news I can yeah. as one person, fill out the rundown, check everything. And that's fine. Like, that's the job. It's no big deal. I love doing it. But you only have so much time yeah. as news is coming in. You're constantly refreshing pages. So where I'm going with this is when you see a story about a potential slur in a game coming from one outlet, um, you can't just, first of all, you can't just throw that out. It takes consideration. Then you say, is it accurate? Mm -hmm. And then, well, we don't know that that's how it was going to end up, but yeah, they have an article, you know, that had to follow up. We screwed up with that persona lyric. So you don't want to be on the other side of that. Right. Um, so two things on that story is the example. It's a bit touch and go because mm -hmm. it's a touchy subject. Who's your guest for the day too? Like, how do you discuss this slur? Is it okay? I mean, that's like a big topic. If it's accurate, but the secondly, is it accurate? And right. So again, if it's not like getting picked up by a lot of uh, outlets, that tends to be um, one thing. Sometimes it's just how much time you're spending on other stuff. Yeah, exactly. And a story um, might break on one website after you've checked it, you know, while you're going through everything yeah. too. And, yeah. and sometimes it's just the interest of the hosts. Uh, sometimes it's also for the show flow. You know, not that we have a perfect show flow here, but sometimes a story is worth mentioning, but it can sort of throw things off or you don't have enough time to dig into the other stuff. So I remember um, it was a really good story. You mentioned that Microsoft is donating the accessibility controller to uh, veterans. Yeah. Um, I forget the association, but it's awesome. It's a really good uplifting story. It wasn't a huge story. I was actually going to put it in, but as my as I recall, unless you're talking about the day before, uh, there was actually plenty of news that day and it was a smaller one. We just, you know, we had to get through everything. Thing, take reader questions and so on, which was unlike today. We we often <laughs> skip reader questions as an example, or, or any, any do one or two throughout the show. Yeah. Any myriad of these things. So um, definitely is a fair question, though. By the way, so I, I think you all can help if you're passionate about this. If you're watching, send stuff in to you know reader mail, um, and that's probably the best place to say, hey, have you guys checked out this story? You're wrong. Right. Save for you're actually wrong. Yeah, right. and sometimes with stories, it's it's maybe a good idea to let a couple things you know bubble to the surface and and hit it the next day if it's truly something that's an ongoing um you yeah. know big story exactly it, but but going back to maybe finish my point yes 
in normal production setups, Barrett, right? Like at IGN, we had more, a lot more resources across the globe, uh, an entire news team. So if they did a story that, by the way, I'm just remembering there was a report on the, the spending for U.S. commercials from Sony, mm. something like seven million bucks or something. I actually thought it was really interesting. But in like going through everything today, I didn't find it on many of the news fronts. Right. And so I actually just flat out forgot to chase that one down. But I only had <laughs> so much time. And normally, yeah. right, Barrett, we would have maybe an associate news writer, a news writer, that gets bubbled to the production team. Mm. We don't have that here, right? Or do you think that I don't, it's I don't not think like that, that? I don't think that's a fair comparison because I feel like you're comparing what this show is to what the news flow is at IGN rather than other No, I'm just shows. saying capturing like, news stories as an entire team. Like Meaning nobody else yeah. is coming in here to give me news stories. I'm not complaining about it. But, <laughs> Sounds but, like you're complaining about it. Well, just Good, then I, then I want to make sure that people know that. Like I, I love doing this, but meaning I'm telling you, I forgot about that news story um, because I was scouring through as much as I could this morning and it, it, it hadn't you, bubbled up on some pages. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's a lot of different Probably, reasons. yeah, getting off traffic, but, uh, off topic here a bit, but... Um, I, I'm happy to talk about how the sausage is made. It's like I've been doing it a long Inside time. Inside baseball. So yep. More than happy you to old do that. Person. So. <laughs> Whatever, Barrett. Uh, again, love love doing this stuff. I don't want to come across as people saying, oh, right. I'm going right, to right. get up and write the news. <laughs> it's definitely uh, not that. It's that um, I love capturing a lot of news. And let me put it that way. And the more sort of hands you have in that, it can, it can help. So um, yeah, maybe there's some suggestions that you got out there for how to keep up with the biggest news stories without scouring literally like a dozen websites every morning and night, you know, as one person, but okay. Uh, That was most of the reader questions for today. Now it's time for a bit of a squat up. Um, I had a question for you, Barrett. Do you sometimes... Uh, squat. Yeah, I think this one's fine. It's fine. I read through it, yeah. Okay, good. So uh, we have a best friend here. This was less of a squad up, but maybe a listen up together on a, a podcast that Jeremy is doing called The Big Cheese Cast. You can check it out on Spotify. That's cheese with a Z. Um, Jeremy says, my mates and I have started a podcast called The Big Cheese Cast on Spotify. We talk about everything and anything ranging from population control to a caveman fight with Bruce Willis. All right. Okay. We have required reading segment where you watch a movie and chat about it. We go to places when recording and think some of the kind of funny best friends might enjoy it. Our first episode is our worst. I promise we do get better. Loving kind of funny 4.0. Keep it up, guys. Peace. Thank you very much, Jeremy, and good luck on the big cheese cast. Check it out. Uh, definitely check out the community and uh, always good to see people starting their own thing. I mean, yeah. we wouldn't all be here today if uh, we didn't have the same passions and, and I literally wouldn't support be each here. Other. Exactly. <laughs> so. so perfect example. Mm-hmm. Let's um, double check you're wrong. Yes. Ugh, I'm sure <laughs> it's Monday. I'm just waiting to see. Um, let's see. Uh, we got a link on Psychonauts did have something to do with Starbreeze, huh. but they didn't say what it was. Uh, hold on. Now I got to click a link. I, if this sounds not on the computer, right? Like, I feel like it's going to be like a hacksaw. No. Psychonauts 2 devs are ready if Starbreeze drops the game. Yes. Okay. I was right about this. This was 75 days ago. Yeah. Because like Starbreeze has Psychonauts 2 and there are... Oh, there that's are, the publisher though. Publishing. Yes, yes, yes. Publisher, not yeah, developer. Not developing, yes. Maybe they were just publishing it. I don't think Starbreeze was publishing in the US though, right? Now that that's probably another you're wrong. They might have been publishing it. There was a connection All between right. Starbreeze and All right, well, and good job. Here, hey, so. good job. You did it. His wiki knowledge <laughs> continues. Yeah, let's. Nice job, Nathan. Thank you. You weren't wrong. Um, yeah, it's being published by them. A few people that came in originally. That first link came from Borzin Double Zero. Thank you very much, Borzin. 
a lot of comments on Starbreeze. Uh, that one really stirred up the, the you're wrong. Let's see. Not the uh, music festival stuff? No. <laughs> no. No, I, me, I not yet. I on that shit. We'll see. <laughs> um... It's always hard reading through these lives. Right. Even well, while you're doing that, let me plug myself one more time. Feel Twitch, free. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Two Headed Giant. Um, I'm going to be live on Wednesday. I think I'm going to be playing Donkey Kong 64. Yeah! Hashtag, hashtag do it for Barrett. Wow. Well, I'm wow. playing it on Wii U, so there isn't going to be the C buttons. So we'll see if, how that actually uh, goes. It, but. It, it, it's not too bad. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll give if you we'll want to go watch try. those fetch quests, then you know where to find it. Yeah. Uh, All right. This it. comes in from <laughs> Turtle. Uh, and actually says, Outer Wilds that uh, we did not mention, so not so much you're wrong, but close enough, I'd say, is that their crowdfunding game promised Steam Keys, which oh. people are now no longer going to get. That's a that's so a wrinkle. So that's where this that's is. a wrinkle there. Some of that is coming Do from. Do you think they'll transfer it over to, I, I don't know if there's an equivalent on um, the Epic Game Store of like an Epic Key or something? Something like that. I mean, I'm sure they'll get they'll get their their download. Yeah, there is, by the way. So huh. that, that's a very good note, which is they might have promised them Steam keys, but like you're gonna, yeah. like yeah, they're just saying we're gonna give you the game. Uh, presumably, they'll give them to it on Epic, which you can do. Yeah, I can understand so. the frustration though of yeah. like being told at first of like oh, if totally. you wanted Steam to be the platform you played it on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, especially yeah. if it's gonna come to that platform later. Like, are they gonna get two codes then? One for now, one for later. You know, you don't know. So huh. that's. It's a lot yeah, up in the it air. is it. Yeah, a few huh. people uncomfortable came in. Yeah, in addition, Charles saying that H uh, E L E E O Leo Leo uh, had said the same thing about um, that. We missed the point that the issue is that the game was kickstarted with the promise to their backers that it would be released on Steam. Huh. Um, sure. So there is. Thanks if, for the clarification. If you thought you were getting those features, it funded it. That is, I mean, it is a bit of a problem. Yeah. Because you make assumptions about um, the platform that it's. I mean, it's fair, right? Yeah. That so, changes the whole the whole story. Thanks for the clarification. Um, I get that. Uh, ta -ta -ta -ta. Let's see. There was another one in here. Oh, yeah, I thought it was a good reminder from Nanobiologist. I was going to bring up that id uh, is helping produce and, and co-develop, but a lot of the development being done at Avalanche. But obviously, id did the first Rage, and we all know it does Doom and everything else. So, yeah, like it brings the first-person shooter craziness. It's yep. not like a Just Cause game that they just repainted or something. Right, for sure. Uh, they definitely work very closely together. And Tim Willits from id, you know, has been working on this for a very long time. So it, it shares in that. It's a good note. Uh, let me check something. There is a new story potentially in here uh -oh. uh, that I want to check. Nope, it's just spam. Uh-oh. Right. Shocker. Cool. There's always that. Uh, let me double check. Man, I'm, do I'm done with your double checking the double checking. Yeah, yeah I got a pee. It's spam. <laughs> All right, I think we're good. All right, uh, that is it. Uh, the next show's coming up the rest of this week. I'll be back on again tomorrow with Tim. We're going to have Tim and Gary Witta on Wednesday. Thursday is going to be Tim and I. And then on Friday is Greg and Andrea. This has been fun. Hopefully, I didn't miss anything. Nathan, it's been a pleasure hanging out. Uh, been when a pleasure. Do you, when do you head back home to Nebraska? Uh Tomorrow at like one is my flight home. We'll get back around 10 p.m. ish. And then on Wednesday, I'll be streaming. Okay. Well, we will see you next time, best friends. And Nathan, it has been a pleasure. See you next time. Yes.